1 Peter chapter 1 verse 5 to 9. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. The four amazing divine secrets for spiritual expansion and fruitfulness are perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. These four keys are in divine order and they must be added to self-control, to knowledge, to virtue, to faith, and diligence in that successive order. So what is perseverance to start with? What is perseverance? Perseverance is the continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. Perseverance, in my opinion, is the higher level of endurance. Endurance is experiencing or surviving the pain. But perseverance, however, is not merely experiencing pain or hardship in life, but also going against this hardship in order to strive for excellence and attain the divine purpose of God for your life. As I meditate on the word perseverance, the story of a pilot who heard some noise and left the plane at the command of the co-pilot jumped at me. He left the cabin and went to the rear of the plane to check where the noise was coming from. He noticed one of the doors at the back was not properly closed. As he made attempts to close the door and secure it firmly, he was sucked out of the plane. According to the story, the pilot held onto the handle and refused to let go despite the speed and altitude at which the plane was cruising. The plane eventually had a quick emergency landing at the closest airport and at landing, the pilot still had his grip on the handle. He refused to let go. He refused to let go. I don't know how true this story is, but I heard that although the pilot was unconscious, he refused to let go. And in his unconscious state, no human strength could remove his hand from the handle. He refused to let go. The emergency service had to cut off the handle before they could move him to the hospital. The story has it that he survived it. He held on to life. He persevered. He refused to let go. Even when his body gave up, when self gave up, he refused. His mind, his hand refused to let go. Even when he was unconscious, he refused to let go. He held on to life. He held on to life. Dearly beloved, 
Perseverance is the ability to hold on even when everything else is against you. It's the ability to hold on to God, hold on to your faith, hold on to the profession of your faith, hold on to what you believe, hold on to what God is saying unto you, hold on to the promises of God, hold on to the ways of the Spirit, hold on without compromise, perseverance is holding on even when everything else fails. Peter the Apostle of the Lord makes us understand that even when self has given up, perseverance is the spiritual power bank. It's the spiritual power bank that sustains self. So add perseverance to self-control. David was anointed at the age of 17. The anointing service is the glamorous and easiest part of your life. The anointing itself is a call to both physical and spiritual battles. So after the anointing service and ceremony, David lost access to his bed in his father's house. He had to live in caves and valleys because Saul and his armies were against him. The army of Israel looked for him, for David at the command of Saul to eliminate him. And the armies of Philistines looked for him to kill him for killing their Goliath. His brothers in his father's house were not very happy with him either. So he had no choice. David had no choice but to survive in caves and wilderness. David wept, cried, but continued. Hallelujah. He wept, he cried, he lamented, but he continued. He persevered against all the hardships, the sufferings, and white beasts in the wilderness, the dryness and hotness of the desert, the attack of Saul and army of Israel, the insult of Nabal, the wickedness of robbers, and the militia in the wilderness. Through it all, through all of these dangers, the peril of robbers, the wicked men, the tongues of men, David continued and persevered until he got to the throne 13 years later. No man can attain the highest realms of God without perseverance. No man. Think for a second and mention the name of one person who triumphed without perseverance. You cannot survive without adding perseverance to self-control. Self-control is useless without perseverance. A message we so miss in our Christian world today is perseverance. We seem to have projected the gospel of instant noodles where everything has to happen easily without a fight. New believers are baptized with some interesting confession of faith. Like, I have my best life now. I live my best life today. I take charge of my life. I'm in charge. Great! Great and sedating as those motivational phrases sound, we must learn also to confess the power of God to overcome, the power of God to walk in victory. We must acknowledge the challenges and 
cane ahead and hold on to the profession of our faith without wavering. Hold on to the purposes of God without shaking. We must learn to tell ourselves that we are in a fight and we must fight the good fight of faith. We must fight the good fight of faith. The whole armor of God described in Ephesians chapter 6 is not for decoration. It's not a spiritual suit for parties. The armor is for battle. The armor of light is for battle. Paul charged us in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. He says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand, to stand. The great thing is that our commander is called the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. He is experienced in fighting and winning battles. Do not forget that there was war in heaven and it defeated Satan and his agent. It was a one-time battle. Yes, that's our God. He never fights a battle twice unless if he wants to teach a lesson to his children. So put on your armor and get into the fight. Fight for your inheritance. Fight for your children. Fight to sustain your victory. The enemy is like a roaring lion roaming about and seeking for whom to devour. But fear not. Launch out. Don't stay confined into your comfort zone. 2021 is the year for warriors and only warriors take the spoils of war. So go out. Go out against the enemy. There are angels waiting for you to initiate the fight and they will take it on. Just initiate the fight and they will take it on. They are warring angels. They can crush the head of the Leviathan with their slightest impact. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was taken in the spirit. And the Lord showed me lions of various species and various sizes. The Lord instructed me to advance towards the biggest of the cats. I hesitated a little, but then a holy boldness came upon me and the ferocious lion charged towards me with the strongest force I have ever seen. The mass of the beast and the acceleration of his speed produced a force that I'm not sure can be measured by any force gauge. By the Spirit of God, I advanced against the beast with all the force in my being and put my fist straight into her mouth. She kept struggling with my fist and I was on earth. As the white cat kept struggling, I was shocked, shocked to my marrows to observe two angels close by, just fellowshipping with one another and observing the situation. I was surprised to see how relaxed and unbothered they were about my fight. So I summoned them to help. In the speed of light, they landed on the lion and just rent it into pieces with the most minimal effort I have ever seen. 
Then the Lord said to me, the Lord said unto me, Oh yes, there are angels all around and they are at your command. They are ready to help and support you to victory, but you must initiate the fight. You must initiate the fight in your earthly realm and domain. You must advance towards the enemy's camp. You must go against them. If you do nothing, the angels will do nothing. But it takes faith to advance. And faith without power is nothing. So you must add virtue to your faith. And the knowledge of God must drive your virtue, must drive the power of God in you. If your knowledge is void of self-control, you will go into the fight with confidence in yourself and you will be defeated. Trust me, you will be defeated. So you must subdue self by adding perseverance to your self-control. Perseverance will push you to go forth even when everything seems contrary. When self wants to give up, Perseverance keeps it going. When it is stubborn and dangerous, perseverance keeps you going. Dearly beloved, be ready to persevere and advance in the power of God. So, add to your self-control, perseverance. And to your perseverance, add godliness. Add godliness. So, what is godliness? Godliness can be defined as devotion to God, which results in a life that is pleasing to Him. I say that one more time. Devotion to God, which results in a life that is pleasing to Him. Godliness is not just an attitude. It is a deep consecrated life that seeks to please God and God only. Enoch is an example of a godly man. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 5 that Enoch walked with God. He pleased God. He was devoted to God. He was conscious of God's presence. What makes your perseverance powerful is the godliness. The godliness that is added to it. Anyone and everyone can persevere. But not all perseverance wins. So what separates normal perseverance from the perseverance that wins is godliness. Godliness. One way to live a godly life is to say no to ungodliness. Paul charged Titus in Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 13 saying, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness, saying no to ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Verse 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So perseverance must be connected with godliness, which is obtained through the grace of God that brings salvation. Every genuinely saved child of God should not have problem saying no to ungodliness and to worldly lust. Say no to ungodliness. That's how to reinforce your perseverance by saying no to ungodliness and yes to godliness. Again, Paul wrote in Titus chapter 1 verse 1, he said, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ to further the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth that leads to godliness. 
Knowledge of the truth leads to godliness. A sure way of living a life of godliness is to increase your knowledge of the truth of God's word. It is the knowledge of the truth of God's word that leads to godliness. As the truth of God's word departs from our pulpit, the church becomes more and more ungodly and the ability to persevere and hold on to that which God has given us diminishes. Godliness is the key to perseverance. Say no to ungodliness and say yes to God and your level of perseverance will increase. What people say, do or think about you will become completely immaterial and you will rise and stand complete in all the will of God. Add to your self-control, perseverance and to perseverance, godliness. Not only should you desire godliness but you must desire godliness and contentment as Paul wrote to his son Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 saying, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. The forthcoming season will be great in your life, but you must persevere. The forthcoming year will be great and amazing in your life. Will be fruitful, but you must persevere. Jesus persevered. He was led by the Spirit of God into the wilderness, and for 40 days he persevered in godliness. He came out of the wilderness and straight into the hands of the Sadducees and Pharisees. He went, but he persevered in godliness and overcame all their traps and wicked plans against him. He went to the cross and he persevered. He was nailed between two thieves, yet he persevered. Even on the cross, he was attacked. He was attacked by one of the thieves. He went through it and persevered. He added perseverance to self-control. And still, he won his soul on the cross. In the real pain he had to go through, and in the face of death, he brought his soul with him to paradise that same day. Oh, what an example. What a pattern he has given us for ministry and for life. What pain are you going through? What is not working in your life? What is holding you back? What is breaking you? What is making you cry? Will you ask him who suffered similar situation? Will you ask the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who shared in our infirmities, to come to your rescue and say, Lord Jesus, help me. Help me to add to my self-control perseverance. And to my perseverance, godliness. Ask him to help you and sustain you. He is able to succor all those who are tempted. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 18 says, For in that he himself had suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. He is able to succor them that are tempted. First Peter chapter 1 verse 5 to 9. But also... For this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, this morning once again. Thank you for the privilege to share in your word. 
thank you for the work you have done for us on Calvary. And I pray for your sons and daughters. I pray the Lord grace to persevere. And not only to persevere, but to add to our perseverance, godliness.